want to look at 2 Kings, the fifth chapter. Second uh, Kings, the fifth chapter. Preach from subject of let freedom reign. Let freedom reign. Reasons follows. Now Nahum, Nahum was commander of the army of Of that particular anthem, 
reads as follows deep within the heart has always known that there was freedom. Somehow breathe into the very soul of life. The prisoners, the powerless, the slave have always known it. There's something that keeps reaching for the sky. And even life begins because a baby fights for freedom. Songs we love to sing have freedom to stay. Some have walked through fire and flood to find a place of freedom. And some have faced hell itself for freedom's dream. Let freedom ring wherever minds know what it means to be in chains. Let freedom ring wherever hearts know pain. Let freedom echo through the lonely streets where prisons have no key. We can be free and we can sing. Let freedom ring. We just celebrated Independence Day, the 4th of July. We celebrate America's independence, freedom from British control all across this country. Cities put on great fireworks displays. And even this year, our president decided to use taxpayer money for a big parade. Families and friends gathered for barbecue and all sorts of food as they celebrated in the name of freedom. And while we were, we celebrate under the label of freedom, it seems so many that celebrated are really, are really, are not free. They are trapped in careers, trapped by pursuits that bring no real fulfillment, trapped by mortgages, trapped by car payments, trapped by habits. Somehow this dream of freedom has turned into this bondage in a real sense. Isn't it amazing how we who are called, as we call ourselves, the land of the free. Yet in a real sense, as we enter into this so-called American dream, we seem to become enslaved and trapped by so many different things. I wish I could get a witness in here. Trapped by habits and trapped by poor decisions. It truly begs the question, do we know what it means to be free? <laughs> I'm just asking the question, do you really know what it means to live like you're free? Uh, the Bible says, as we quoted and stated this morning, who the Son sets free is free in deed. But do 
have to live out of that freedom. I watched the movie Us the other night. Anybody watch Us, the new Jordan Peele? Y'all too scared to watch the movie? It's not that scary. It's not that scary. <laughs> I watched the movie Us the other night and the girl's doppelganger. Uh, in the movie, there's a doppelganger uh, that says they are calling, that they are calling this the untethering. In other words, all across the well, so many of you have not watched it. I hate to explain too much of it. <laughs> so everybody across the world, there was a scientific experience, and everybody across the world has a double. They have a double. And so the double, the, the doubles decide to rebel. They are living under the tunnel, but they decide that it's their time. And so the main character's double tells her that it's now time. And that's what she, I said, she, she calls it the untethering. In other words, it's time for us to separate from you. We've been bound by you, but now we want our own free. So when I thought about what she was saying, it reminded me of so many of our experiences. What we call freedom is often hinged onto things that are not free. I wish I could get a witness in here. And so therefore there needs to be a what? A, a, an untethering a separation from certain things that we've identified as signs of freedom. I was talking to my sister the other day and we talked about one of her cousins who's 60-something years old and he's never wanted to buy a home. He's never wanted to live in any one spot didn't want the responsibility of cars or nothing. He's just a drifter. Said, matter of fact, uh, uh, his brother or sister bought him, set him up in an apartment one time, paid the rent one month. He stayed, and after it was time for him to pay, he went on and bailed out. She just kept talking about, I can't understand how anybody would want to live that way from place to place. And I said to her, having worked with a lot of homeless people, you'd be surprised how many homeless people are just fine where they are. I've worked personally close up and close with many of them. And they look at us and say, no, you're the ones trapped. <laughs> We are free. <laughs> it's amazing sometimes how our perspective, we look at them and think, well, I'd never want to live that way. And then they look at us and say, no, I can't function with all of that structure, those rules, and the pressure 
the responsibility. Now don't get me wrong, because one of the things that I've learned, I say to them all the time, well, the streets have rules. <laughs> there are plenty of rules on the streets. But it's an interesting how we, 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 what we've called freedom, what we claim as being free, very well not be freedom. So, our freedom has to be untethered. Our freedom has become tethered, unfortunately, to things that freedom, that things, to things rather than freedom being attached to freedom. Freedom is only free when it comes from freedom. Freedom can't be bargained for. True freedom can't be bought. Freedom can't be exchanged. Freedom is only experienced when what we believe is practiced by what we know in God's word. Let me say that again. Freedom is only experienced when what we believe is practiced by what we know in God's word. If we believe that who the Son sets is free indeed, then we must practice and live like the Son has what? Set us free. <laughs> our freedom, watch this, comes from our faith. It's not based upon what I buy. <laughs> it's not based upon what I bargain for. But it comes from what I believe that operates on the inside of me. So my freedom comes from my faith. Look at what in John the 8th chapter it says that to the Jews who believe him. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciple. Then, watch this, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. <laughs> did, did, did you get that? Look at what Jesus says. If you hold to what you know from me. <laughs> then if what you know from me, he says, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciple. Then you know the truth. And the truth will what? Set you free. Watch this church. If you know no weapons formed against you. Shall prosper. Then you don't compromise anything when the enemy surrounds you. I wish I could get a witness in here. <laughs> uh, if you know, you can ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open. There's some things you ought to what? I 
ought to know that watch this that sets me free no matter what I experience in my life because if I know greater is he that is in me <laughs> than he that is in this world <laughs> that ought to be that ought to mean something and it ought to show itself in how I act and what I do in the midst of my trials, in the midst of my circumstances. It ought to mean something. It's not something that I just say on Sunday. It's not something uh, uh, that I just come and hear the preachers say on Sunday. But it's how I live my life, who the sun sets free, is what? Free indeed. So I, it should be practiced. Jesus says, if you hold to what you know from me, God will go with you. There's some things you ought to know. You ought to Know the truth of his word that sets you what? Free. Can I just give you a few things? I just want to take the time to give you a few things. Psalms 89 really simply says, God will go with you, sustain you, and strengthen you. You ought to know that. <laughs> Romans 1 and 7 simply says, you are his beloved. He believes in you. When you think nobody else believes in you, you ought to know you have a God that's constantly believing in you. I don't care what you do. I don't care how bad the failure. I don't care how bad the mistake. That's why grace covers you. Mercy covers you. You ought to know that you know that you know that God still believes in you in spite of what you've done, in spite of your past, that when nobody else does, God still believes in me. You ought to let freedom ring in your life. He will be, Proverbs 3 says, he will be your confidence. <laughs> Even when you lack confidence, you've got a God that's still what? Confidence and will pre-confidence in you. Psalms 4 and 3 says God has set us apart from the world. You're different. You're peculiar. <laughs> you, are, you should be like everybody else. <laughs> and you know what? It ought to be okay to be different. God, I wish I had somebody in it. You ought to celebrate your difference. You ought to glorify in the fact that you're different. You shouldn't even act like everybody else. When everybody else is doing it, you ought to be dancing to your own drum and beat. You ought to be doing your own thing. I'm confident about it. That's freedom. When I don't have to do what everybody else to do. And feel all right about it. Amen. Somebody in this church. You ought to know he will deliver you no matter what. I could go down the list. 
he will heal you if you ask him help. Proverbs 3 and 21. God promises things to us through his word. Through his word. Freedom is understanding what he's already spoken over your life. Into your life. Uh, 
a, a, a stigma attached to it. And so for him, all he could see was his this diagnosis, this leprosy. He didn't see anything else. He didn't see his success. He saw what, I'm, I'm a leper. And I believe we, we can deduce this simply because he's so desperate. Check it out. He immediately, <clears throat> without hesitation, responds to a slave girl. Immediately, no questions asked. Oh, you know somebody? They can cure me of this? Where, where are you? I'm, I'm headed there right now. Immediately, you see, you see the, the quickness in the text? Naaman doesn't question the, it's, she's a slave girl. He just went, oh, no, nah, you come on, let's back up. Hey, King, can I go? I need to go see, because she said there's somebody that can heal me. He was what? Desperate. It was an issue for him. Didn't matter that he was this great commander. What mattered at that moment was the fact that, you know what, I've got leprosy and I want this to be gone. That's all that mattered to me. Naaman was living trapped. He was bound by his condition and nothing else really mattered. I recently read that KD, Kevin Durant, after winning his first NBA championship, thought all of these accolades would lead to something that he would have some sense of fulfillment. But after winning uh, his first championship, it didn't. It, he stated that it didn't really bring. It didn't fulfill what he needed. That he was still not happy. Still unsettled. We can reach heights of achievement and still experience pits of emptiness. I wish I could get a witness oh, yeah. in you, <laughs> you can climb as high as you can climb to the pinnacle of your profession <laughs> and still feel trapped and be miserable. You can get all the money you think you will need to live. Your, the, the millions can pour in and still feel empty and bored. There was somebody dreaming, you were dreaming on the way to say, if I could only, God, if you just sent me a million, if you just sent me a hundred thousand, if you just sent me this. If, if, if God sent it to you, you know what? Would, would it really change and bring you what you need that needs to occur on the inside of you? Would it, would it, would it really make a difference? So, see, whatever is going on on the inside of you can't be solved by what's on the outside of you. I wish I could get a witness. Money can't buy that. There's no material thing that can fix that. So, you can stop dreaming and hoping for money to accomplish what needs to be accomplished on the inside of you. Watch this. It, it does not take money to fix what needs to be fixed on the inside of you. You've got everything you need to deal with what's going on on the inside of you. You don't need money can't buy it. 
preaching down come. When you get what you want, <laughs> but it does not fulfill what you need in your life. Naaman had accomplished a lot, but he didn't have what he needed. His military success couldn't heal him. He had it all, but not what he needed. I believe he was enslaved by his condition. He was enslaved by his conditions. I say this because he wanted Elisha, watch this, to do something lavish to set him free. He says, look, I thought this dude, this dude didn't even, I traveled all the way from where I live to come here and uh, dude didn't even come out to see me. He sends his servant out. Isn't that interesting? You came by way of servant, so you're only dealing with a servant. Oh, that's, that's interesting, right? <laughs> and so, he said to Sir, I tell him, look, go watch seven times. He's like, no, 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 man. You ain't coming out and doing something. No, I need you to come out and do something over me. Wave your hands. Do something. He's mad. He's upset. Matter of fact, the Bible says that what he's getting ready to walk off from his blessing. Woo. He's getting ready to leave the very thing that he needs because he's upset because it's not packaged the way he thinks it ought to be packaged. I know somebody, I'm preaching to somebody in here right now. You just about, you so close to your healing. You so close to your breakthrough. But it ain't coming the way you think it ought to come. And so you start, what, tiptoeing the other direction. You upset because God ain't doing it the way you think it ought to be done. You want a big fan fan. You want a big show. And God is saying, no, I'm going to quietly bless you. And I don't need an audience to what to do. See, there are times when we think 
is somebody, watch this, I'm going here, that is somebody else keeping us down. Stop testing. The times when we think it's somebody else keeping us down. And the truth is, it's you.
for freedom's dream. We have to let freedom ring. And I believe that this is what the sister in the text does. She is enslaved, but doesn't act like a slave. Yeah. What do you say, Pastor? My estimation, she exemplifies freedom. She is willing, watch this, to help Naaman in spite of her own plight. She is free enough, watch this, to set him free. Did you hear me say that she, this was her master? Oh, come on, y'all. Can I get a witness? Most of us sitting in here, if it was your master sick. Amen. 
She knew she was free before she ever became entrapped. So therefore, even in her entrapment, she still understood what who she was. That's why she's able to say, I know a man. <laughs> I have a God <laughs> who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask. <laughs> and when he's ready, I'm ready. And until then, I'm going to act like I'm free. I'm going to serve him like I'm free. <laughs> I, I may not like where I am, but you know what? I still love my God. <laughs> I wish I had somebody and a black like I'm free. I'm gonna let freedom reign, even in the context of where I am. Uh, so she was free because of who she was, and not what she had become. We allow too many experiences to define. Who we are. You are who God says you are. Somebody needs to receive that right now. You are not the sum total of your experiences. You are who God says you are. Just because you went to prison or went to jail doesn't make you a prisoner or a jail or a, or a convict. You are who God says you are. Just because you are on drugs doesn't mean that you are a drug addict. You are who God says you are. And the last time I checked, God didn't create a convict. God didn't create an addict. God didn't create says, I am. Somebody say, look at somebody and say, let freedom reign. She was free because of what she had. Uh, watch this. What she had, not what had her. She was free because of what she possessed. Let me say it a different way. And not what possessed her. Neighbors, she was a slave to Naaman and his wife. <laughs> but she was still free. And so she had God, even though they had her. So watch this. So what had her, even though they had her, she didn't hold on to them. Just because they had her. Y'all know how you when you were young? And, and, and you get ready to get into a fight? And old boy, old girl grabbed you. They grabbed you. And then what, what did you do? You turned around and grabbed them. You know. When you did whatever they did, if they, they, you know, they grabbed you, you grabbed them. There are things right now, trials and tribulations, problems that have walked into your life. Watch this, and you have grabbed. Ooh, you have grabbed. And so we 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 we, we can't grab the things that what grab us. Watch this, Kevin. Let me make it plain. Just because cancer come 
comes into your life doesn't mean you got to hold on to cancer. There's some things that happens in your life, but but you don't you know, just because you go through a divorce don't mean you got to what hold on to being a divorcee. <laughs> relationship don't means that doesn't mean that you got to take it into the next one because you still what hold it on just because your money got funny and you had to go through a bankruptcy don't mean that your money gotta stay funny all your life you don't hold on to it she was a slave but she didn't have a slave mentality. She wasn't holding on to it. She was too busy, watch this, holding on to God in the process that she didn't have time to hold on to her issues and her circumstances and her problems. Doesn't the Bible say that the Lord will fight your battles? You ain't got to grab your enemy. God, I wish I had somebody in here. You don't have to grab your enemy. You leave your enemies to God and you hold on to his unchanging hand and let God do what God will do. So, 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 so we release ourselves. <laughs> so, so we release ourselves. You take your hands off your problems. Stop trying to hold on to things and watch this. And cast, the Bible says what? Cast your cares. Oh, God. Cast your cares. In other words, what? Release them to God. It may have gotten hold to you, but you don't have to hold on to it. You just need to what? Cast your cares and let freedom reign. Let freedom reign. Let it ring. God built free freedom into the fiber of all his creation. And he meant for us to be free and whole. So let it ring. Let freedom ring down from a hill called Calvary. <laughs> let freedom ring wherever your heart knows pain. Let freedom ring even in the chambers of the courthouse. Let freedom ring in your own house. Let freedom ring when you walk on your job tomorrow. Let freedom ring. Somebody in here ought to just let it ring. No matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, touch somebody and say, let it ring. Your burdens don't have to have you. You ought to declare yourself free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. My mistakes don't have to have me. My setbacks don't have to have me. I'm just going to let my freedom reign. Let freedom reign and echo through the lonely streets. Let it ring. Let it ring, church. When I wake up in tomorrow morning, Let it 
breathe. Let it ring. Let your freedom ring. It's time for you to release some things and declare your freedom. Doors of the church are open. Hi, my name is Nicholas Worse. I'm the executive minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. I just want to say thank you for listening. You can learn more about our church online at onefellowshipumc.org. And you can like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all of the latest events in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you and God bless.